Hello people, welcome to the Slick Talk Show today. Um, big story, uh, to be honest, it's not a big story. Um, just, uh, just, I'm just a little bit pissed off. A little bit, just a little bit pissed off. I'll tell you why. Um, for those who follow the NBA, um, you all know this 22 team are going back. Uh, to a bubble in Orlando on the 31st of July. Now, apparently at the moment, there's two camps in the NBA. You know, you've got the LeBron camp. Those are the people who want to go back and play basketball. And you've got Kyrie, Kyrie Irving, uh, and Dwight Howard talking about, you know, uh, just cancelling the whole season because of the social injustice that goes on at the moment in, in America. And obviously, you know, Kyrie Irving uh, put some comments out there how uh, it's not happy about the plan that's going to, you know, uh, about the plan in July start. And uh, also he believed that there's more um, need to be done, obviously, in terms of social injustice, because he doesn't believe that, you know, representation of those black players in the NBA will benefit the cause of what's going on at the moment in the US. So for him, it should be, they should put something on the table, you know, for the owners and maybe the commissioner to take that to, uh, you know, to a politician back in the US to make some change, make some reform. So he made, I mean, he had a big, you know, there was a big clash because he was talking about that. I mean, the sense out there is the fact that, you know, Kyrie Irving signed a new contract and uh, now it's, it's secure at least for the next four years. As opposed to some other players feel like uh, they need to go out there because, first of all, financially, they will lose so much money. And also they believe that the platform, going over there with the platform, it gave them a chance. It gave them a chance of using to put everything out there, you know, for the people, for the black people, for the minority. Now, for those who follow the Slick Talk Show, which is my show, um, I went really, really harsh. I was really hard with Kyrie Irving. Now, I have to tell you something here. I have to tell you that I'm one of those people that if I get new information, if I get new information about the situation I can objectively change my mind or process that information in a way I feel like okay maybe maybe there's something there maybe there's something to be done there and I'm gonna come back I'm just gonna come back now and say look at first I was like Carrie is talking nonsense the reason I was pissed off about that in the first place the reason why I was pissed off about that in the first place is because I believe if you have something to say, you have to go to the face of the NBA, which is LeBron. I don't believe you should just go out there, you know, uh, set up a few call, phone calls with some of the players and open a new camp, especially with, you know, with the current climate that we're living in and also in the U.S. there. So I believe that they should talk as one, meaning call LeBron, talk to LeBron, and find a way to go and talk to commissioner to put all those reforms back in place. Now, that's not why I'm pissed off today. What I'm pissed off about today is because 
Kevin Durant. Now, for those who follow the NBA, Kevin Durant play with Kyrie Irving now in the Brooklyn Nets. Kevin Durant made some comments about Kendrick Perkins. Now, Kendrick Perkins is a TV analyst now. He used to play for OKC. He played, obviously, he played with Kevin Durant back at OKC. And then he played with LeBron at Cleveland. And now he's retired. Now he's a TV analyst. So Kevin Perkins came on TV and blast. He just blast Kyrie Irving about the response, about the comments he's been making during those phone calls and the fact that he want to change or bring reform. And it just didn't like the way Kyrie put it out there for the player to digest. I think that was Kendrick Perkins um, meaning there. So they, they've been blasting. I mean, if you go to social media, I'm not going to bore you about what he say, what he say. I don't have time for that. So I just tell you, they've been blasting to each other. But I'm pissed off because Kevin Durant called Kendrick Perkins a sellout. He called, he basically called him a sellout. I think that's harsh. I think that's really harsh. I think somebody need to call Kevin Durant and tell him to shut up. He need to shut up. Somebody need to call Kevin Durant and tell him, come on, man, you shut up. Kevin Durant used to play for OKC with Russell Westbrook. For those who follow the NBA, again, if you go back, Kevin Durant used to play for OKC with Russell Westbrook. Just before he left, he was about to win. He was about to win. A trophy. It was about to win. You know, it was about to win the whole thing in the NBA. But then it collapsed. They were three-one up against Golden State, and they collapsed and lost the final of the NBA. And what he decided to do, he left OKC and he joined the Golden State. Now think about that. The Golden State that year won seventy-three games. They won 73 games. They've got Steph Curry. They've got, I mean, they've got, they, they had, they've got shooter. They had shooter all over the place. He left OKC and joined Golden State Warrior. Now, I'm asking everybody here, who's the sellout? I think Kevin Durant is a sellout here. He is a sellout. He joined Golden State. They won two championships together. And lost the third one. Once they lost that, he decided to move to New York. Now he's playing for Brooklyn Nets. Did you see? Um, he had an injury last season. He had to go through a foot operation, so he sat out the whole season. So he only started. Now he's sitting out for the whole season. He's not going back. He's not going. He's not coming back in July anyway. With the rest of the team, regardless of the COVID nineteen, he's waiting for two thousand twenty one season to go back. But the point I'm trying to say here is. Kevin Durant, you you the one who, you the sellout here. You are the sellout. You are a sellout. You left OKC. You left the team. I mean, think about that guy. He was about he was about to win the NBA NBA final, playing for OKC. He all he had to do stay there with Russell Westbrook and have a go again. I'm sure they would have come up with a, you know with a win. 
next the year after because I don't think Golden State was strong. I don't think I, I don't think they were strong enough of you to come back after a seventy three win and charge again. I don't think they were. But the reason why they charged back again because they had Kevin Durant for two se- or three seasons. That was easy. I mean, Kevin Durant. Let me let me just be let me let me be clear with you guys. You know, Kevin Durant is probably the number two player in the NBA after LeBron James. He's probably the number two player right now because he's he's powerful, he's good at what he does. You cannot stop that dude when he goes out there and shoot the ball. You can. I can't see anybody stopping that guy. He can shoot. He can drive the ball. He can drive to the basket. He can do anything that you want. That guy is tall, big. Not big. He's tall, athletic. He's, he's, he's powerful. But it's not LeBron. It's not LeBron. Because LeBron not only can play the game, he can also lead. Kevin... Kevin, he can't... I mean, the reason why Kevin... Think about it. The reason why Kevin left OKC... He left OKC to join Golden State because he knew. He knew. He can't beat LeBron James. He can't. He, he couldn't. He can't. Because he, could, he can't beat LeBron James. He can't. So he decided, okay, I'm going to join forces with Golden State and I'm going to beat LeBron. That's... This is how powerful LeBron is. He just couldn't. But bear in mind that Kevin Durant was 3-1 up against Golden State, but he couldn't finish the game. He couldn't finish. He couldn't finish the chapter. He couldn't, he couldn't win that to get to the NBA champion, the, the NBA final against LeBron. He just couldn't do that. But then he saw LeBron beating Golden State. And he thought to himself, he was like, oh, 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 no, 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 no. If me playing for OKC, I'm 3-1 up, and I'm playing against Golden State. I can't beat them. But then LeBron, not having enough there, because LeBron was playing at the time with Kyrie Irving, having just Kyrie Irving, and managed to beat Golden State, I have no chance. I think I have to do something here. That's Kevin talking. I'm just trying to say, I mean, that's Kevin talking here. I'm going to join Golden State. Let me tell you something, guys. That's what we call sellout. This is a sellout here. You have to, I mean, Kevin, you have to be, you have to act like a leader. You can't do what LeBron is doing. LeBron was at Cleveland, moved to Miami, Lead Miami to two championships. Think about that for a minute. He left Miami. He went back to Cleveland. He won a championship. He won the NBA final over there. And became an MVP too. Now he's playing for the Lakers. And let me tell you something. He's about to win again. He's about to win again. And Kevin, he had one of the strongest strong mindset player playing alongside him, which is Russell Westbrook. He was 3-1 up against Golden State. He couldn't finish. He couldn't finish. He couldn't finish the whole thing. He couldn't get to the NBA final. 3-1 up. And what he decided to do? Join a 73-game winning team. And then, guess what? He thought, going over there, was going to put him above LeBron James. 
but everybody saw that. Everybody was like, no, 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 no. That's not happening, big man. You need to lead your own team because those guys from Golden State, they won't without you. They won't without you, big man. They won't without you. So you join over there. Boy, you're going to somebody else's party. You go into somebody else's party. You're drinking the champagne. You're eating their own food. You're drinking in their own bed. Go out there, make your own house, bring player in your place, and lead them too. We want to see that. You haven't done that yet, boy. Don't be calling people sell out here. Don't be calling people sell out. You are the sell out, Kevin. You are the sell out. You want to come out on TV and call people sell out? I mean, come on. Show me. Show me. I mean, Kendrick. Kendrick Perkins, again, for people who don't know, Kendrick Perkins is a TV analyst. And he made, obviously, he made some strong comment about Kyrie Irving uh, trying, I mean, obviously, trying to manipulate the whole situation. I think, I, I mean, when I, I, my take about that was, that was wrong. I understand what Kyrie Irving was trying to achieve there. I get that. But at the same time, you know, you need a strategy. You need to talk between players. You cannot show division around people, especially in this climate, right? You can't do that. You know, you. I mean, he made he made a call or set up a meeting without LeBron on that meeting. You can't do that. It shows because LeBron is the face. LeBron is the face of the NBA. So if you want to do something between players, you have to let LeBron, you have to lead, you have to bring LeBron on that table. That's how, that's how you do in family. You don't turn around, call a couple of people in the family, do your own meeting when the big brother is not on that table. You have to. Because regardless of what happened, everybody follow LeBron. Everybody will follow LeBron anyway. So when you don't do that, the media and social media will go crazy because they can see you trying to do stuff behind LeBron. And for Kevin Durant to come out and call Kendrick Perkins a sellout, I think that was a cheap shot. I think that was a cheap shot, to be honest with you. And sometimes I wish Kevin Durant can come out and be a man and talk, come out, you know, go somewhere. I mean, uh, get an interview and put word out there instead of tweeting and putting, you know, you're probably the second best player in the NBA. So you have a platform. Put yourself out there, open your mouth and say what you want to say. Don't hide behind the keyboard. Don't hide behind the keyboard and put stuff out there. Go and talk. Be a man. Be a man. I remember the story that came out. I remember when Kevin, uh, Kevin Durant decided to leave uh, OKC. And then, um, obviously, after that, he mentioned, I, I think there was an interview, and he mentioned that or when he decided to move to Oak, uh, to Golden State, he was scared to leave his house. He was hiding. He, he said that. I, I'm just, I, I'm quoting. He was scared to get out. Not scared. I mean, yeah, he, he he was uncomfortable because he knew the decision will impact the whole community in OKC. So, now, back to 2020, coming back to the comment he mentioned a few years back about that, I know, I know what type of guy, I know that type of man Kevin Durant is. He's one of those dudes, he sit behind, watch what everybody's doing, and drop some cheap shot to people. 
He's scared to go out there and say what he needs to say. He just can't do that. I mean, there's been story about him opening some fake account as well on Twitter, whatever is that, you know, talk. I mean, this is why, this is Kevin Durant. He cannot face people, he cannot face people, you know, right, right there. He, he can't do that. He can't do that. And the reason why, you can tell, I mean, let me tell you something, guy. You can tell by somebody's personality, right? Somebody like Kevin Durant is definitely the number two player in the NBA. He decided to leave a situation where he had a chance to win the whole NBA final. But because of adversity, he decided to go somewhere else where a team has 73 win, joined that team, and he was trying to be known as the best player in the world. So he's looking, he's looking for an easy way out. That's what he was looking for. But he didn't find that because we knew everybody on the NBA community from NBA community all the way to the world, from me sitting right here in Edinburgh, I can see that, look, boy, this is not your team. This is Steph Curry team you joined there. You drinking Steph Curry champagne, you sleeping in his bed, You, you anything you do over there, it belongs to Steph Curry. He's the face of that Golden State team. They won without you. They won without you. You had a chance to do that yourself at OKC. You just couldn't do that. You, you, you didn't finish the party. You didn't finish the party. You couldn't get. You couldn't get to the NBA final against LeBron. And because because you were not recognized as the number one player in Golden State, you decide to leave again to where the Brooklyn Net. Now, now that's your team. Now you get you will get recognition if you win if you win an NBA final with that broken net team and with Kyrie Irving. Until then, big man, anything that you won so far was just you following Steph Curry. That was somebody else champagne you've been drinking. I know you were MVP. I've seen the MVP for the last those two years. You they won the one uh, NBA final. We we watched that. Kevin Durant was an MVP for the two seasons they won the NBA final. But this was not his team. No, because those guys won before. That's it. It doesn't matter what you do. When you join people, you find a situation. Everything was set up there for you to win. Now, you in New York. Let's see how you can lead. I can't wait to see that next season. And you're very lucky because you decided not to turn up in on the 22nd of July and on the 31st of July. So I'm going to be waiting for you in 2021. But in the meantime, sit on your sofa and watch LeBron win again during those eight weeks, starting on the 31st of July. So, guys, thank you very much again for listening. Uh, stay tuned. And I hope to um, catch up with you again tomorrow. Thank you then. Bye.